Hey, how goes it? Ken Bozak here to talk about crypto and crypto accessories. And today I'm here with Dan Fishman. We're going to talk about the Bitcoin meetups that we do in Philadelphia. Uh, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself, let people know who you are, how you got into crypto, and your role now as, you know, what you do in the industry and space. Right, right on. Uh, good to be here, Ken. Uh, hello, everybody. Um, sorry, let me turn my uh, tablet <laughs> volume down. It's actually feeding back. Anyway, like Ken said, my name is Dan Fishman. Uh, I've been uh, part of the crypto community, I guess, going on five years now. I've uh, been doing uh, meetups last, last uh, probably three or four months now. And um, sorry about that. Yeah, I'm, I'm turning my uh, tablet off. Anyway, I've been doing the, doing the meetup things for the last couple months. And uh, it's been going really well. And, um, you know, I'm excited to uh, be setting this next one up with you. We've had uh, two, two or three Steam at meetups in the last couple months. This will be our. I still our hear the echo back there. Yeah, all right. Sorry about that. <laughs> that's hilarious. That's the, that's the life of, uh, of live streaming. Apologies, good people. Um, so yeah, I guess just a little bit about my background. I'm, I'm uh, kind of a marketing and sales person. I've done marketing, promotions, uh, sales, and uh, event production on and off for the last 15 years. Uh, also a little bit, a little bit of consulting in a bunch of different industries. Um, now I'm in the process of starting my own business, and I got into crypto uh, four or five years ago uh, as an investment, but. Um, really, as I learned, you know, about blockchain and, and what's possible to, to, uh, to kind of change parts of, uh, you know, society that are really in need of that. Um, that's what really captivated me. So, um, like I said, I've been doing, doing the meetup groups for going on four or five years now and, um, just met amazing people, uh, learned so much and, uh. You know, the more the more that I do that, the more I want to be a part of it. And so, it's possible. Um, you know, as far as having uh, some type of uh, role beyond uh, event organizer, I'd like to possibly do some kind of evangelizing for, you know, for a project or, you know, maybe even some promotions and marketing. Um, it's great that you got us a sponsorship with PIVX and, you know, you can kind of like add to uh, what we're doing with, with some of your connections is, is pretty great to think about. That was and, awesome of Pivx to sponsor too, man. It was like, hey, you guys want to help a local small group, you know, meetup grow, and they were like, dude, of course we want to help a group, uh, a meetup grow. And uh, I was like, it's a Bitcoin meetup, and they're like, that's fine. I was like, oh, cool. <laughs> like, you know, it's not a Pivx meetup, and they're like, we don't care. It's a crypto centric meetup, right? It's not right. about bicycles, and we're like, no, it's about crypto. And they're like, all right, cool. So yeah, it's great to see projects like that, you know, promote and sponsor the you know the industry as a whole. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, man. And uh, I was really excited to hear that they were that they were based in Philly. You know, I, I don't really know a whole lot about the project, to be honest with you. But I've heard, you know, friends and, and people I know having conversations and comes up and, and usually it's it's like a topic of interest. You know, people are saying good things about it, which, you know, there's a lot of uh, <laughs> stuff that comes and goes and a lot of a lot of stuff that ends up being a scam or just, you know, a project that was mostly marketing hype. So. Um, it's cool to, to see one like that's been around for a while and, and that, you know, wants to help us out. It's awesome. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, so a little bit more about these meetups, man. Um, you know, the last one I was at, I think I missed two. There was a Steam It meetup in between. But the one I was at was uh, where Anastasia spoke. Um, mm-hmm. uh, another guy, I can't remember his name. Uh, man, I'm usually good with names. Uh, he was with the local ATM. He had a Bitcoin ATM in Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. And, uh, um, the money been Paul. Yeah, Paul. Paul's Paul, honor. Thank you. Yeah. Yes. And um, I think Mark uh, Crypto Mac was helping him set some stuff up. So, I mean, that was oh. like... Yeah, that was like some networking ties that wouldn't have probably otherwise happened happened. And right. I mean, that's, 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 that's where that's things happen. Kinda, they domino yeah, and snowball. Definitely. I, uh, I'm, I'm hoping we can, you know, facilitate more of that um, and and really bring connections to people, bring opportunities. Um, you know, the money aspect is, is great. We all love that part of it and, and seeing our you know, the fruits of our labor grow, but it's also the human elements and the conversations you have with people, the, the things that you learn and, uh, the opportunities that you can create is, is, is pretty amazing. So, you know, like the one you're at, I thought was, was sort of a trial run in, in kind of moving away from, uh, general conversational format. And we've, we've had, uh, uh, speakers and presentations and on and off in the past. Like you, you've, you've done a bunch of those and you've helped us, you know, kind of, I think you may, may have brought Jack Tater that one time, which was, I had Tone Vase even come and speak oh, at okay. one of the meetups. Tone. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. Well, so. there was a couple of us. We all reeled them in. <laughs> it was, it was <laughs> yeah. a bait and lure situation. I know, uh, Anastasia, you know, had a connection to him too, which is cool. So yes. yeah, I mean, it's, about, it's about giving, giving people that we know that have, uh, things worth listening to and and projects to talk about the platform to to express themselves you know and get get heard and and you know basically do what we're talking about like make a connection yep. or just you know have and a good a safe place a safe place to learn too because you know there's a community around you if you're asking somebody hey how do i back this up and somebody mm-hmm. says don't show me that you know what i mean we'll be like yo why are you showing somebody what you know what i mean so you have a whole community to like in trust instead of individuals one-on-one you know those scenarios where it's like oh, is this guy gonna set me up like no there's a whole group of people to make sure there's no bad actors in our circle and mm-hmm. we try to wean those bad actors out if ever um and you know that's that's what i like about the meetups people generally usually come out with no knowledge and they're expecting a safe environment to learn where they won't be taken advantage of as you know noobs to the industry you know here buy this you know ico i've been bag holding for a year you know what i mean uh none of that (laughs) (laughs) right yeah you don't have a lot of people shilling coins or anything like that which is nice and and um like you've been coming, I think you know when I when I started coming out again a couple of years ago, you were very active in in promoting it. I mean that's just your nature to to promote something that you're really into. Obviously, Bitcoin's a huge part of that, but you know you're getting into a lot of other projects too, which is awesome. Yeah, Spank Chain yeah. and Edge, and no, they don't pay me. I just really like. <laughs> oh, the you, you got a you got a Decred tattoo now too. Yeah, Decred tattoo. Uh, my yeah, my man. ink fell out, but I can get it touched up. <laughs> I got that's, my dash tattoo. Yeah, I, I knew you had the dash one, but but the Decred one is new to me. I mean, you you've been uh, you've been busy last last couple months. Actually, last year and change, you've been really dude. I've I've been this one month. I've been in three different conferences. I went from uh, I went from where did I go? Dallas to Austin to L.A. Wow. Mm-hmm. And you were in Miami too, right? 
Yeah. Oh man, I almost forgot one. That was all within like eight weeks, I think. Yeah. Weeks. So <laughs> I was on about twenty airplanes in a ten-week span. Oh man, right, that's dude. too much. I fly that's for a lot of travel. That's the only time traveling, I ever but... traveled was for crypto. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know. I hopefully got more plans. Be... I just got my passport. Oh, you did. Awesome. Yeah, really yeah. Cool, I got a lot man. of plans outside the U.S. The U.S. is not crypto friendly. I got to visit the crypto friendly capital. Right. You got to go where the action is, man. So you know, that's that's Japan. awesome. Japan. Japan's on the list. Yeah. Yeah. I'd like Actually, to check out Japan. Japan. Japan crypto tour could be epic. <laughs> mm, <laughs> everybody accepts Asian. Bitcoin there. Right. Yeah. That's awesome. So what I, do you think uh, about some of this recent news, man? Not to uh, you know cut you off. I just wanted to yeah, see what no. your thoughts were on, since we brought up Japan here, what your thoughts on are on Binance getting kicked out of Japan abruptly. Um, I kind of realized why that happened the next day because Yahoo announced that they will be launching a cryptocurrency exchange in Japan. So it's mm -hmm. like, ah, oh, I see what happened there. Yeah, and, yeah, Yahoo is definitely Binance like was... entrenched in Japan. That's that's yeah. one of the few places where they're still thriving, so that's not surprising. I didn't know Binance. I mean, I read the, I heard the news that Binance was moving. I didn't realize it was because they got kicked out, which is it's definitely interesting and kind of like... Oh, man. And he was on Twitter. Shady. The founder was on Twitter yeah. saying, oh, this is fake news. It's FUD. This this is not true at all. We have connections with the uh, Japanese Securities Financial Agency. Their right. Service no, you do not. You do not. You are like a baby in the, in the world. You think yeah. you have a closer connection to anything government-related than any journalist? No. These journalists right. have been taking these you know, government officials out to dinner every night for years. Binance is a guppy. And yes, this proved to me that things like Binance and, and mm -hmm. Kraken and, and, and Gemini, they're guppies. Like we all think that they're the, you know, they can't get, no, no, no. Imagine if Google wanted to open up a cryptocurrency right. exchange. Yeah, that's Game a good point. I, I never really thought about that. I have been seeing commercials for this Apple pay with your phone thing so that obviously they're going to start plugging and really you know putting that out there so it could happen i i, I kind of it's it's binance is obviously a really big port, important exchange um but it's kind of weird to think about like kraken or coinbase or gemini having to just up and relocate because some other you know bigger yeah, no, but that's what's going to happen know, and came in. dude imagine having your currency on Binance and they get kicked out of the US because they're not doing any KYC up to two Bitcoin a day and mm -hmm. now you have no option because you don't have your private key you have no access to Binance to withdraw your crypto that's a possibility people are calling this FUD but it's an exchange it's possible you know just because it's negative doesn't make it FUD you know what I, I mean, mean? exchanges go down this does happen sometimes it's it's I think you know. finance is a uh, too big too fast scenario for me personally like they came out of the gates sprinting I agree I agree I kind of do have some of that same feeling it's like they're doing a lot of the right things but it's yeah, like they look good. When a company, they look when a company good. rises so quickly, and obviously things move very fast in the crypto space, but it's unnerving because things in the normal financial world generally don't happen, you know, with that kind of speed. So it's really hard to tell, even when you think, you know, like the CEO has strong character and has integrity, that you know, hey, they just got kicked out of a company. So is there going to be interruption in service? Like, what's going on? 
No, yeah, and you know what's another thing is uh, I think it was Bitrix or something, Bifinix. Uh -huh. Somebody uh, would it be? They just delisted eighty something cryptocurrencies overnight. Wow. Could you imagine? Really? And now, and now, uh, you know, Goldman Sachs is uh, through Circle acquiring Poloniex, right? They acquired right. it for four hundred million dollars. And there's Damn. rumors that in uh, Asia, there's going to be a sell-off of Bitstamp for about the same price. Now, if these exchanges want to become legit, was in, I thought Bitstamp was in Europe. I think Asia, some Asian. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I I read the article just this morning or yesterday mm -hmm. morning. And yeah. it looked like Asian investors are looking to gather the money to do it. Yeah, right I think on. that was the case. But my point is, imagine these exchanges doing an apocalyptic delisting because they want to become legit. They can't have all these securities and utility tokens. So that's pretty crazy. So in that list of like 80-something coins, was there any prominent like projects that you thought were good? Like. That's a I lot actually of, that's, didn't. I, I hold all my keys. I'm not really worried about that stuff. Well, personally. no, I'm not saying for your own for your own coins, but like as far as stuff that's no longer tradable on what is it, Bitrex? Like one of are them. There yeah, I don't really use anything but Binance. I mean, that's my go-to right. exchange. But I don't I don't really trust any of these exchanges with any right. more than like you know frivolous lottery ticket money. That's that's kind <laughs> right. of how I look at it. Right. It's, uh, that's I don't. Smart way to 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 approach it. You know, um, do you do you trade regularly? Like, do you trade not anymore. Regularly? No, I yeah. haven't traded in a little while since I got so busy moving around with uh, the crypto right. stuff. I, I do long short, so I'll do like a whole day. I will make one trade the whole day and try to catch like a five or ten percent because nice. if you're okay. putting in enough, five or ten percent is enough. But right. losing ten percent or fifteen percent on a yeah. stop loss because you're not paying attention, they add up. So. I'm just yeah. I'm just hodling and accumulating. I actually been buying on the way down. I I mean I I saw people buying on the way up and I was like, "Cool, good for you." I mean, I hope I hope you have a strong stomach. And um as it's coming down, I'm still buying. I mean, th this whole year is going to be an accumulation year considering the bull run from last year. To me, I feel like they're just giving back the uh they're giving back our early opportunity that they stole from us with that big money moving in that didn't deserve uh, yeah, it. Yeah, I kind of agree. It's it's kind of, it's a little bit surprising that things have stayed as low as they have for as long as they have. But I agree. It's like it's a really good opportunity to pick up all the stuff that you thought. Oh, I guess it's too late for me to get that or to get in at a good profit point. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm starting to try try and do some of the same. You don't have a ton of money to play with right now, but. You yeah, know, put a dollar in and wait five there. years or get on Steam it and earn it, you know, instead right. of that's, putting fee you know, on that's in. That's kind of what I'm trying to do and, you know, focus on my business and stuff too. So when this, when that gets a little bit further along, I'll I'll have uh, have more crypto play yes. money. <laughs> you know, uh, talking about fiat and stuff like that, they're talking about pairing USD on Binance as well. And a lot of people are excited about being able to get your you know, USD into an altcoin without having to go through Bitcoin. And I yeah. feel like that's that's a very important educational step we're cutting out. I feel like that should be there. I feel like yeah. it needs to be there. I feel like we should want people to go through Bitcoin to get into the space. I, I don't think the space is yeah, ready I, for the floodgates to uh, open like this. I'm not I'm not sure um, what to think about that. On the one hand, I kind of agree with you. 
And the, on the other hand, I kind of want the money to come in so there's more adoption and more Where growth. Where will it go, though? Are people educated enough to put that money into the right space? Because what no, I see is people no. buy Bitcoin. <laughs> they buy Bitcoin. Even if it's to buy Bitcoin and buy in on an ICO, most right. people buy that Bitcoin and they'll hold, they'll hodl 20% because they right. already bought something. They don't want to dump that whole thing they just bought for one hole. So like they still hold a little, I've noticed the pattern, we're cutting mm -hmm. that pattern out and everybody's excited. And I'm like, I don't think you guys are ready to see what necessarily will happen to the well, market when you can get in an ICO with USD and no yeah. Ethereum, no Bitcoin needed. Here's kind of what I what I see. I mean, I, I don't think it really, you know, I, I agree with your, with your thinking that you want people to approach things in a way that, um, is uh logical and like has a progressive like you're learning you know you're going up the learning curve without getting too much pain you yep. know for your mistakes um which i totally agree with i mean uh, it's, you know it sucks when people lose money but human nature is such that uh, a certain amount of people are always going to want to take the brakes off right and in but the isn't it a step world, backwards what's that isn't it a step backwards though? I mean, even China is getting away from pairing gold to the USD. Like people are stopping pairing things to USD, and we're getting the newest thing in to go a step back. That's all I'm saying. We're like we're right. tying our Ferrari to a horse and dragging it down the racetrack. Oh, that's you, what we're doing. That's what you think. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly. You're looking at the like... charts on on your exchange, and now it's not paired to BTC. It's paired to USD. I'm I'm saying that. Gotcha. Like, okay. That's gonna change so the concept. I, I didn't I didn't get the full implication of it yeah i guess in that sense you know yeah that's a step back sure but um you know it's just again yeah, it's just, would drive it's down just, the price it's of just one exchange if other exchanges start doing that then i'll be a little bit more concerned the biggest exchange in volume they might be setting the precedent yeah but i feel like they're a little bit different in their philosophy and approach i mean it's yeah. kind of hard to <laughs> really know what the people running exchanges think other than maybe like a crack in or a Bitrex who obviously have to have some kind of public um, presence and accountability. Yes. But like finance is in Asia and like, you know, not anymore. Malta. Well, oh, it's a Malta now. Okay. So it should be Malta. interesting. I mean, I like saying um, that it's, it's the Malta's uh, marijuana in, in Spanish. <laughs> Malta. <laughs> It is. Yeah. I didn't. It's just part of their language. Right. Uh, okay. Fumar la Malta. <laughs> I'm not mad at that. Um, but yeah, Binance is is in. Uh, yeah, is I don't in know. Marijuana. I feel like Binance is is like hard to really know what they're thinking with a lot of stuff that comes out. I mean, I like a fair amount of what I hear about them, but um, you know, also like their customer service. From what I've heard, I've never done this, so you I'm know, worried about cool. how they go but, about listing coins because even GDAX right. and Coinbase are being subpoenaed for what they did with B Bitcoin Cash or Bcash, and uh, Binance will list a coin, and you just see the foof drop out of nowhere because you know they're it, it looks to be like insider trading it it, it looks like they're right. uh, artificially pumping the price right at the at the release on their exchange right it, it it's weird how binance does their their coin Here's announcements the thing, yeah i mean like that stuff is only going to not only continue but it's going to with the with the greater ways of adoption and greater volume of money coming in that's only going to intensify and increase because it's so hard to um, govern and uh, police this stuff, right? Like you're gonna, it's just like anything else. I mean, like 
any um, anything that that should be regulated. Like, there's going to be very little ability for any uh, regulatory agency to do about a lot of this stuff. Obviously, if it's if right. it's if it's a very prominent company, well, regulations only work on institutions, not on individuals. Right. So they can only saying. regulate you know players, businesses, not the individual. If they're big players doing lots of business very publicly. Then yeah, but you know, there's gonna be tons of people and tons of activity. Yeah. And I mean, like I look at this as like how movies are downloaded right now. You know what I mean? Like you shouldn't download. Remember the commercials on TV? You wouldn't steal from your grandma's purse. Why are you downloading a song on the internet when you're paying for it? <laughs> that is gonna be right. like yo, Stop the Federal Reserve. The kid. Federal Reserve will have a video like this. It's gonna say stop, stop buying right. Bitcoin because <laughs> it's stealing out of the banks, and you wouldn't want to steal out of your grandma's retirement fund, would you? You? Right. you don't want to steal from your mom's pension, do you? So stop giving your fed your federal fiat to the the crypto uh, industry because you're killing you're killing the economy and you're making you're making the U.S. dollar worth less. You're taking nine dollars right. for every one dollar out of circulation. Everything with your crypto. That, stop that it! God damn you! Stop but there's nothing they can do because with your crypto activities. Look, look where we're at with downloading <laughs> movies and music now. I mean, I can go into Google App Store or iOS and download an app that literally makes it so easy it would be like entrapment to send me any letter or take me to court for downloading an album without paying for it they what they right. do is they go to the center of that operation the the, the mm -hmm. like you said the bigger player and they try right. to regulate them and and, and yeah. they try to enforce the regulations on them but Kick-Ass Torrance, Kick Torrance has decentralized media file sharing. They can't go to that central authority and shut it down. It is a decentralized file sharing platform. And we're right. going to take it a step farther and do it with finances as well, not just media, not just, you know, uh, information. Because Bitcoin's blockchain is to money what the uh, printing press was to, you know, information and books. Right. You know, they can't stop you now. They used to crucify people for writing a book and then try to pretty much, uh, 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 you know, wipe out anybody who read it, burn every book, period. And that would be how they kind of kept shit going for a long time. Right. And then the printer press came out. They were making books so fast they couldn't kill people fast enough. People learned what was up, and it, they couldn't stop it. We're doing it now with uh, with YouTube Live right now, with Periscope in other countries where you know, wars are going off and CNN saying everything's fine. And they're like, no, no, right. it's not. I'm live. This is right. where I live. Look um, at that. Yeah, That's a U.S. bomber, and this is my supermarket. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I love that. I mean, they it's, can't stop it's it. Like... This is what's going to happen with money, man. You know, what's funny. The government will say Bitcoin's anonymous until they can track somebody who did some shit with it. And they're like, this guy bought drugs on the Internet with Bitcoin, but we tracked him. <laughs> but Bitcoin's anonymous. Uh, something, something, something like, wait, what the do you even know what you're saying? I, you keep saying anonymous like that. I don't think you really know what it means. <laughs> This is why I'm into crypto. It's for conversations like these that, you know, it's you can just kind of dissect and like speculate about things going on and how it's going to play out. And it's getting more and more interesting. So, you know, the first couple of years we were like everything was theoretical, right? Like, you yeah. remember, like, we were just kind of like, oh, this is kind of interesting. And now it's like, oh, there's much more, many layers to it, you know, like there's... A lot of projects are being built on the technology. Google announced two blockchain projects under the Alphabet Inc. that are being designed uh, specifically in the technology space, one for accounting and one for data storage on the blockchain. Okay. On, on right. a blockchain. Well, I don't know if it's the blockchain. 
Right, right on. I know people always say it's on the blockchain, but it's I know like, I, I'm uh, trying which so hard not to say that. Are yes. you referring to? But um, oh, so blockchain. Think, yeah, right. I think we need to like try and help people see that it's not like one place. It's it's decentralized, so there's no central blockchain. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's funny you say that. I was watching TV a night or last night or two nights ago, and there was some IBM commercial, and it was like, we can track this tomato from here to every yeah. point of thing. And I was like, I, I, it's got to be a blockchain commercial, and it's powered by the IBM blockchain. I was like, there it is. Like, Did you see their Super Bowl commercial, bro? That was it for me. No, yeah. IBM, that blockchain, that commercial was their Super Bowl commercial, man. That went on oh, okay. during the Super right. Bowl. Yup. Yeah, right. So, that face you made, dude. When I was watching, right. I was like, oh, "That word." They said the word. Right. Do you remember I, when yeah, that man. used to happen? When that was mentioned anywhere, though. I mean, like anywhere mentioned Bitcoin or blockchain, we, it would be all over crypto Twitter. And now it's like they really need to just dial it down a little bit. They're, yeah. they're talking a lot about Bitcoin. <laughs> they don't know what they're talking about. Stop. Right. I know. It's like these mainstream articles are pretty funny. It's like, ah, oh, they're still over here talking about price and taxes the and next all this, like, real basic shit. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta love the mainstream. I mean, not that taxes and price aren't important, but like, you know, um, there's now a lot of stuff going on the, too that's interesting. Technology, man. Yeah, nobody cares. It's funny. It's like we're talking about Lightning Network hitting the mainnet and the, the Bitcoin price is coming down. I'm like, you just told me the technology just got better, but it's cheaper to buy some. Like, do you need a sign written in neon lights? <laughs> that's how I feel. It's crazy. But, you know, people, people, people are thinking still that you have to buy a whole Bitcoin, which isn't true. You can put 10 bucks in the Bitcoin, dollar cost average. You can do it daily, weekly, monthly, five, 10 bucks, whatever you want. Right, little. Not, I mean, not just Bitcoin, there's, there's plenty of other good, like mm -hmm. fairly stable, fairly- well, Whatever's on Coinbase like, is what know, I like Litecoin. You know, I don't give financial I'm not crazy advice. about Ethereum personally, what's that? I don't give financial advice, but I usually say whatever's on Coinbase seems to be a fair bet in the long term. Right, That's like any of those are solid, I think, and you know, probably quite Coinbase, a others, They're but... adding ERC twenty tokens. They just yeah. So that. tell me about that. Okay, so I just saw I just saw somebody post about that. What yeah. exactly is that so, about? Uh, like... Shout out to Omar Bam because he did a video on this this morning. But I was checking out a little bit. They haven't announced exactly which ERC twenties, but mm -hmm. Coinbase did announce that they are going to be implementing support for ERC twenties. I don't know. So if this means, I don't know right. if it means though, if you have your ICO tokens sent to your big, your Ethereum address on Coinbase, if that means you'll get your ICOs tokens, because in the past that wasn't right. the case because of how they designed their wallets. There is no individual wallet for receiving in that manner. They can't right. really track it. They just kind of keep all the damn coins. I don't know what they're doing with all those coins. They're probably selling them or keeping them, but they're definitely not giving them back to you. But does this make it possible? And does this mean I will get my ERC-20s that I sent to my Coinbase? Like, there's so many unanswers about it, but it is on the table. And I see it as a last-ditch effort for attention on uh, things like the Edge Wallet, which supports all ERC-20 tokens, like Spank Chain Spank. I have my ERC-20 tokens <laughs> on my Edge wallet, and I can send you some spank. You can send me some spank. Uh, shout out to Tiffany uh, Hayden from uh, I'm trying to I'm trying to cut it down on that, Kenny. <laughs> but so, the thing is, you the thing it, is, you can do thought. any ERC-20 token on these wallets. So now this exchange, Coinbase, they have to have something, right? I mean, 
Binance is coming up uh, big in the world. Abra has announced that they'll be doing 20 cryptos and 50 fiats. Robinhood is stealing a lot of thunder. Coinbase needs to like, you know, I don't even know if they were ready for yeah, this announcement I mean, because honestly, how little information there was. I don't think Coinbase is really too worried. I mean, they're kind of like the one of the big stable players in the kind of the you know in the realm in between fiat and and crypto they were founded i believe by an ex goldman sachs guy you know they're licensed in new york they're you know they've got a lot of you know kind of clout as far as the the people that are running it and kind of like now that it's doing the vault storage what is it the 10 million dollar minimum vault storage thing like oh they're, yeah they're, for the institutionals they're, they're 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 on the institutional level yeah it's now. called coinbase so, commerce it's called coinbase commerce right so i mean or no as, custody as sorry as, there's so much they're doing sorry you know as far as the retail stuff yeah they're they're gonna lose some market share to to people using all those other things you mentioned but you know they've they, you know, they're still growing very, mm-hmm. very quickly, you know, and they had the scaling issue a while ago. It seems like they mostly solved that from what I heard. Um, yeah, I mean, I think it'll affect their bottom line a little bit in certain parts of the market. But, you know, they're going to be probably more focused on that, you know, that big bank money. Yeah, uh, yeah. That, it's so. called Coinbase Custodian. And they're right. gonna—it's a hundred thousand dollars just to sign up. That's paid money. You don't get to invest that money. Right. And it's a one million dollar minimum investment. Basically, right. Woo, yeah, that so money hasn't started you know. moving in yet, dude. Imagine. I'm excited. I'm waiting for that. That hasn't happened yet. What's that? That that Coinbase custodian thing where they're gonna have that institutional capital where oh, they're actually been, insuring. They no, it hasn't initiated yet. yet. Uh, okay. Yet. Yeah. That that'll be big. I mean, so that's kind of where we are at this kind of midway point between, you know, like companies moving tens of millions into like the hedge fund level where it's like a couple hundred billion in a couple hours or minutes or whatever it is. And that's long term. They're not shorting it. They're not dumping it. That's for people's retirements. Right. Right. So it's it's definitely changing the uh, the financial world. But it's, you know, it's kind of like hurry up and wait. It's, it's, still, it's still in the in the making, but this is a big year. I mean, we're all the stuff that we're talking about, the commercials, you know, these these you know giant companies getting involved. Um, you know, it's it's happening. It's like again, go thinking back a couple years <laughs> to to what's going on now. It's like you can't ignore it. Like you can't like, there's just, it's hard to even keep up with all the stuff that's going on. You know, there used to be just a couple, you know, outlets and a couple forums. And now it's like Twitter, Telegram, Reddit, you know, like it's everywhere. I mean, for Mm -hmm. people that are into it and it's, it's an obsession, but it's like, it's one of those things. It's a fine line between wanting to continually like consume this shit and like, God damn it, I got to turn my phone off for at least a day because... Well, that's the curse of wanting to contribute. You know what I mean? Like, look, dude, mm-hmm. you and uh, me and, and the people that, that contribute, it's like for us, we have to be put ourselves in that position where we're constantly being uh, uh, beat down by the information where the people that are just trying to be participators they don't have to contribute and and watch and listen to all of this you know what i mean like this Mm -hmm. is here for people that just need it and then they're in if you're already in 
turn my YouTube channel off. Stop watching. Turn off Coin Market Cap. Stop looking. Delete Blockfolio. Yeah, but it, I, I think I think you don't realize like you know you have the personality that a lot of people. It's you know like they like the way you you know you share information and you. But talk here's the thing, though. You're gonna hear me way. tell you that LightPay you know, has sold the fuck out. And, and now you might have some doubts in your portfolio that you did not have the other day because of this new information. And that new information today shouldn't have affected your previous yesterday's confidence in five years from now sell off. So you bought something yesterday to sell it off in five years and the news in 24 hours has just weakened that confidence because Welcome you watched crypto. my show. Welcome but don't watch. Don't look into you know? it. Once you know you're going to buy this shit, once you have that confidence, like, look, I'm going to buy some Litecoin. Once you already got that and you're like, I'm buying it for a year. I'm buying it for two years. This is right. going to be the future. Stop looking at it because now you're going to get emotional. Maybe you set it and forget it with that reoccurring dollar cost average stuff. That's one of those things like pe people just have to experience that for themselves. It's like, unfortunately, like I, I appreciate it. Like you want it to be, you want to help minimize the discomfort or whatever. Yes. But it's, I don't know you if don't there's any to know too to much. It's like if you learn exactly how a microwave really pops popcorn, you may freak yourself the fuck out and you'll never buy one. You may scare yourself out of using this technology. That's not necessarily technology. a bad thing. No. That's not necessarily not, a bad thing. But it is now. See, you're saying that because maybe you look too far into it. You know what I'm saying? Now you know too much. You're afraid right, of the technology but, that could but, increase but the quality of your life. Here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. Like, a higher level of personal responsibility and accountability is required. And that's part of, that's a good thing, right? Um, people are going to come into the space with varying levels of, you know, acceptance of their own responsibility. Yeah. And some people are still going to come in with the mentality that everything should be backed up on the, you know, on the server end when there's, there's none of that. I mean, you can back up your coins and stuff, but, you know, if you make a mistake and send it to the wrong address or to the wrong kind of blockchain or whatever, like, that's, you know something that is not going to be reversed and a certain amount of people are going to get upset about it. Um, and I empathize, but it's like, that's part of one of the things you have to accept in order to really make the, the switch from, you know, the fiat world to the crypto world. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, hopefully I'm, I think there's a lot of people, again, people just getting into it too fast and, you know, reading stories. Oh, my brother just lost $3,500 by sending it to walk. Wow. But then, like, you know, the screw-ups happen. Like, even then you have ours. BitConnect. Like, oh, no, I, my, no, my boss got into BitConnect. A good friend of ours, um, you know, did, did that and was fortunate that he got the coins back. And I'm not oh, sure yeah. if it was a glitch with the software he was using or if it was just a mistake because of bad Wi-Fi. But, um you know, it's it's. We're not. using a alpha to beta technology that isn't ready for the mainstream, right? So hear me out. Hear me out. Yeah. When you come into this industry, you know that this is not ready for the mainstream. You're paying a premium to experience a technology that isn't finished. People yeah. buy the newest iPhone to have nothing but bugs. You just spent twelve hundred dollars on the top of the line technology, the newest of the new. 
to have an awful user experience just so you can brag about being an early adopter. And that is what everybody is doing in crypto, except they're kicking and screaming the whole fucking way. Like, you're buying this early technology that isn't ready as an investment because when it is ready, that that, that chance you took will have now rewarded you. And you're going to kick and scream the whole way to the finish line. It's right. it, To me, people in crypto that are investing in crypto that are kicking and screaming, it's yeah. like you're trying to get these gains at the gym and every time you do a crunch, you're like, I hate crunches. I hate crunches. My belly hurts. But you want abs. Like, just shut up and do the work or don't come to the damn gym. That's what it comes down to to so are you going to try and appease all all the people that have that um you know instant gratification mentality no i mean like you probably not i mean you want to help them see the light but human nature is that people are going to go about things the way they go about them a lot of times that's irrational a lot of times it's stupid but it's just i don't know we all have weird shit to figure out. <laughs> and True. It sucks when you're doing it using real money and making mistakes, but live and learn is like, I don't know if there's any I other wanted, I wanted to bring this story up. I think I can slide it. Yeah, I can. People can read it. I think I can make it big enough. I'll put it right down here, right under my chinny chin chin. Alright, so there's a story here, and I wanted to see, because this kind of just came out and i don't know if you heard but um light pay is pretty much done <laughs> uh the litecoin foundation just announced to the entire uh ltc community and i'll read this real quick for you guys uh we wanted to inform you that a couple of days ago the litecoin foundation was contacted by kenneth Asar or whatever the ceo of light pay informing us that he has ceased all operations and is uh, preparing to sell the company. Prior to that, all right, we can just cut that out. I mean, that's really all you needed to freaking know, guys. I mean, seriously. And um, I look at this, and in my the way I may phrase this as an individual video, because I will be making a, a thing on this, is sort of Charlie Lee got scammed into promoting a scam and was scammed by scammers into scamming everybody because this scam scammed everybody it scammed the foundation it they they not necessarily a scam in that sense but well let me ask you like a little bit about that because i really don't know a whole lot about litepay other than i'm guessing it's similar to bidpay with litecoin um but like how was was people's money stolen like was well they used funds to build light pay up to what it's worth now and apparently he's selling it off which won't look good for anybody who buys it first off i mean who's Mm -hmm. gonna buy that now and what developers will contribute you know what i mean so did they like with this announcement are they suspending operations is it shutting down or is it just yeah no they're ceasing all operations and i okay i'm not 100 percent, but i'm pretty sure they have some patent technology on the transactions of of money transmitting from you know litecoin's blockchain to fiat through commerce and stuff like that Mm -hmm. uh and that was all helped with the foundation's support and basically, you know, used efforts, if not, you know, finances, efforts from the foundation. So stolen efforts, stolen valor, stolen everything, and basically is selling it all off. And this, you know, I mean, Litecoin was doing absolutely fine before this. Like, And I saw this a little weird. Like, yes, this is great. 
awesome for Litecoin to see more things. But I was I was also thinking, we just mentioned this Coinbase Commerce, where Coinbase is literally designing the same building for any business to accept Litecoin at the merchant side. So LightPay was basically just one outlet of what Coinbase Commerce was going to do for multiple outlets. So it was kind of like, oh, good luck, but you know, I appreciate your efforts. And now this, so it's suspicious. And I, I it's funny cause my thought light pay, I think PayPal may acquire it because PayPal is, you know, uh, grasping at straws, trying to get patents on things and saying that they have these rights to money moving on the internet. And it's not true, but they're really trying to build up that, that, I don't know what the hell to call it. It's like just right. BS. I mean, they, they need to add something to their portfolio so that has a crypto component, and that's a good possibility. I agree. I mean, Peter Thiel's come talk, saying a lot about you know the value of crypto lately. So we'll see, man. That's that's pretty interesting. Um, sucks that Charlie Lee got you know caught up in in uh, helping out in a way that you know he didn't know it was gonna happen that just proves to me it can happen to all of us and that's like yeah. the thing. like i love spank chain but for all i know could be a scam like i don't fucking know i just know that i love the project i met the team i interviewed the founder but at the end of the day i really don't know and, right and, that's, and it does take it, it takes work to really keep up with developments in a project you know a lot of things happen like like team split up like swarm city is a good example great idea yeah. they have a working app yet that's a good I've fucking call one. bro never heard of it i mean it, as far as i know it was just an idea and a facebook group you know and a and a um a telegram group i mean no disrespect to the swarm team if they have something but uh let's let's see it and use it or stop talking about it because i don't have an endless amount of time to entertain a great idea that doesn't have a functionality uh, utility attached to it. I think next year, uh, we're not next year, I think this year, this whole year from now until the end mm. of this year will yeah. be the year of productivity because so much money has come in. I mean, look at all the money these ICOs have raised. It's not hundreds of thousands. We're talking millions of millions. Right. I mean, Telegram. Billions in some. I think Telegram, they're they're estimating 1.7 billion, which is billions. like insane. It's that insane. But insane what are they going to do with that money? What are they going to do? What about EOS? Deal. Everybody in the chat keeps bringing up EOS. That is awesome for EOS. EOS is a great idea that does not even have a platform yet. It doesn't exist yet. Oh, then. I didn't know that. So how they, they're just... They're, they're, you're going to claim, you're gonna claim really... them. Well, they're on the Ethereum blockchain, and when they make their own chain, you're going to have to, you know, um, uh, you know, tie them in and port them over to their own blockchain right. and authorize them. But still, people have invested how much money in EOS? Now, EOS doesn't now, wait, even exist. So, really. so EOS was founded by Dan and Ned, yes, or just Dan? Uh, Vladimir, right? I believe. Yeah. Dan Vladimir, yeah. From Steemit, and yeah. they came up with some crazy next level shit, bro. Like. I was checking. I was like, "Yo, like for real, it's next level on paper. Let's, yeah, on let's paper. make it applicable, right. bro. Let's apply this. Let's let's turn it on. Let's let's break it. Let's break it. I want. I we broke Ethereum with Crypto Kitties, you and gotta, it was the best thing gotta, ever. I'm I'm with you in spirit, man. But you gotta build it before you can break it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, but that's what I'm excited. You gotta build it, break it, and then it works. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't right. work out of the gate. If if, and that's the thing. People are investing all this money 
what is it doing? Like, even even Vitalik has said, like, Ethereum has raised how much and what problems have we solved? It's all memes and Lambos. Like, and right. it's not wrong. It really is all memes and Lambos. I know some things are going to happen eventually, but that's why I'm so big on Steam because it's it's a project that does Somebody all the stuff. Somebody just commented Steam, dude, as soon as you said that. Go right. on. It's a project that does all the stuff that not, not – you know, not perfectly, but really, really well, really well. And uh, shout out to, to Phil Knurk, uh for for putting me on that because it's like it's it's I love it, man. It's like Steam is game changing. Yeah, I don't I don't think uh, there's. It's so funny that it gets it's stuck no, in beta no, though. It's no media attention. Well, that's because it's stuck in beta permanently. It's it's well, never it's going to move forward. It, they it, publicly said that when Dan left. I don't think that's true. I mean, I believe they said that. They announced I, it. I, I'm, not, I'm, not <laughs> saying, I'm not saying that Dan didn't say that, but from what I've been hearing through the grapevine. They're going to keep building on top of it. Uh, we'll see something like busy or busy, uh, busy.org. Busy.org. And, that is know, beautiful, but it's steaming. They have a whole ecosystem. There's DLive, DTube, DSAM. DLive sucks. I try so hard, I mean, but it's still it's in beta a, or alpha or whatever. Thing. It's, it's rolling. It's rolling very slowly right now, but it's rolling. And, you know, like, we'll see what happens. Um, but, you know, Steam's working well. Uh, D2 works half the time. I don't know. Like, I don't use it that much, but I've tried to watch a dozen or so videos and watch maybe three or four. Um, but Steam, just like all this shit, like Steam has every has the potential to be everything. It does. Doesn't it? It's like it could be a whole economy. It could be a whole, um, I don't know. Ooh, like you see can I get cynical? I love cynical. Can I get cynical or is that too yeah. bad? Like, I love cynical. I mean, I'm not like unrealistic. I know it's, exactly. It's, I know. I know. No. But like, all right. So hear me out. I thought of like, I didn't, I, I'm not doing this government. If you're listening, which you are NSA, I'm just saying <laughs> I thought of it. Maybe you could hire me. Maybe I'm the guy that you guys are like, oh, this dude thought of something. Maybe if you're listening, I don't, don't hire this man. Do not hire this man. <laughs> Hold on. Give me one second so I can become very, <laughs> hireable. very, very <laughs> hireable productivity <laughs> or lack thereof. No. Shout out. Shout out to my sponsors, by the way, King Palm for providing me a lifetime supply of uh, cannabis. Uh, uh, accessories. But you're no, all right. Big. So hear me you're out. Here's big, bro. You're getting, you're getting your, your edge on, your spank chain on, and your sponsor cigars on, all in a single video. I'd say things well, are going. I'm, well. a, I'm a walking <laughs> bill. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a whore. I'm a crypto whore. Nah, I'll stop it. So be cynical. All right. Like, no, here's the cynical thing on Steam. It. So, imagine this, right? You may sell drugs and guns. You have a lot of drugs Which and a I lot of guns. If anybody's listening, I don't do those things. But, but. <laughs> if you do, you know, this is – I'm not saying you should. This, I'm just saying this is something that can right, be done. Right, I get that, it. You, you, I'm just – you know, I'm, I'm playing around. I know you get talking, it. I'm making sure whoever is listening with a badge gets it. All right? right? So if you're selling guns and drugs, you have to pay your rent. You need you need to show the government where your rent money comes from. Otherwise, they're going to be like, bro, where are you getting this $5,000 a month for your house? You don't have a job on the books. You don't pay taxes. So what if you sell your drugs and guns, right, for fiat? You buy Bitcoin, right? 
you open up two Steemit accounts, one that you publicly use all the time, one that you use to like funnel Bitcoin into, and you like just tip. I, I don't either. I don't either, but it has to be said. I don't so, know if I agree with. If you this. have a Steemit account where you're writing stuff and some random person gives you $5,000 a month in crypto, you can tell the government, hey, I write articles on Steemit. I make a lot of money through donations on Steemit. That's how I pay my rent. Don't worry about the drugs and guns. I make it on Steemit. So, like, these tools that we use, we have to know that bad actors will take advantage of them and that the government will use that to, to create regulations to protect us from it. That I, and, and that's what worries me, that the technology is so good. It is such a double-edged sword that I, I do think cynically because I'm trying to prepare myself for what the big well, actors are going to do. I was listening, interestingly enough, to one of your videos earlier today with, what's his name, Snip 4 who's okay he knows a lot about crypto um and you were saying how you were <laughs> uh i think the thing you mentioned which i'm trying to get at, i'm trying to remember the wording is like a, a do no harm approach like someone yes. in the regulatory space said something along those lines which was you know something that's you know news worth getting excited about and i agree so i think like even though the scenario you're talking about yeah, you know, I mean, there are people that are probably looking for ways to do stuff like that. That uh, <coughs> there's there are at least a few people that are aware and awake enough within you know <coughs> those realms of of uh, of the lawmaking uh, part of the government or whatever that that see the value in like not getting too involved too quickly. If you get in the way, you're going to get steamrolled. That's basically what you're saying. Because Bitcoin is a steamroller, man. Government's just a thing in the way. A thing in the way. I don't think government... It, it, like, government is an invention, right? Like any other technology that is an invention. It's just yeah. an invention. Technology, right. And it's analog technology, right? Instead of nodes digitally communicating, we have physical people that are nodes, governors, senators, you know, politicians. They're all just nodes that talk from mayor to governor to whatever down the chain. And now what we're doing is we're making them digital, but that's going to take away their physical jobs. So like, Government politicians and all these people, they know that blockchain is to them what this cash register machine is to the cashier at McDonald's that's about to replace that job. That McDonald's employee that does the what do you want to eat button pushing, all that right. is is a congressman that goes money allocated here, I mean, money I, allocated I, there. I'll say that I think you may be overestimating the gross, the vast majority of people in Congress. You know, like there, there are a couple that probably see the big picture, but... When the federal uh, government has think... shut down twice in the past, what, 20, no, two, three years, I think they shut down twice. Have yeah, you really noticed like the difference? Did anybody, and it was for months. It wasn't a week. Right. We went without federal government for months. Now, right. yes, some people that depended on welfare and all that, yes, they did see an effect. But we also saw a very small bleak in our history, local community support for those in need. I saw a bunch of stories flourish that didn't get mainstream media attention about local people helping those who were affected by the federal backout where they didn't have the uh, food stamps or the government assistance. The, the community 
sprang up and, and was there. What we're doing by making us depend on the government is taking away our own relations. When people aren't, you know, they don't worry about their neighbor because the government takes care of their neighbor and they realize yeah, until okay, they're in a situation. Sure. Well, 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 let's let's talk about that then. So I see a lot of what you're talking about, like Steam has the potential to you know, be a way for people to like ask for help and have yes. support it. And like a lot of crypto, you know, like the thing that happened with Andreas when he, you know, Dude, good was, point was really upset, you know, like he was having a hard time and, and he's done so much for the community and, and really not asked for anything in return. And when he did that, you know, he got what he's been deserving for a long time. So like, that's a good example. And like, I think like things like crowdfunding and um, obviously the ICO thing is is a form of that, but but for per like Indiegogo, but with Steam or some other crypto project, right? Like you can ask for money to support a project or for your personal, you know, emergency or whatever. I've seen it done a little bit on Steam, um, but. I just feel like there's so much potential for yeah. that, and and this and this and this event that I'm going to, the Steam Creators Conference, is going to have a pitch fest in the, um, you know, as part of the event. So I don't, I'm not sure. I'm guessing it's going to be a couple hundred people at least, but you know, it's going to be the whole kind of range of, of personalities, of backgrounds, and. Um, you know, it should be really interesting. I'm, I'm really excited. So anybody listening, it's Steam, S-T-E-E-M, creators.com is the conference that's going on uh, the 13th through the 15th in Vegas. I'll be uh, speaking on that. <coughs> I'll the meetup panel and doing some other stuff as well. Dude, that's um, awesome, we're into man. Steam. Um, I'm trying to get Kenny on board. He's been uh, globetrotting so much the last couple weeks that... It's been uh, hard to uh, lock down, but um, I, I think you know you would fit perfectly in there. Well, you said it was in Vegas during the fifteenth, right? The fifteenth, yeah, the thirteenth or the fifteenth. I might, I might actually do that because I'm thinking about going to Vegas for four twenty. So mm -hmm. I may just stay for the entire week or so at like an Airbnb because I have found an app called Home Away, and I believe they accept Bitcoin. So I'm gonna check that out. <laughs> right. It's like cheapair.com except for, you know, a place to crash. And now I can fly with Bitcoin directly and crash somewhere with Bitcoin directly. Yeah, and, and Vegas is, is pretty reasonable if you want to stay in like oh, a dude, fancy so spot. Cheap. You want to it get really an Airbnb, is cheap, you know, you can get someplace fairly decent for like 35, 40 bucks a night. And, um, you know, if you want to while out and do the whole, you know, round the clock Vegas party thing, you can do that too. Um, I don't know if I'm going to be doing that at the conference, but... You know, well, yeah, other, you got to talk. <laughs> yeah, right? There's other activities going on, like people going to gun ranges and um, indoor. Uh, this is something I really The Legends do. Room in Vegas. There's the Legends Room. If you're a crypto enthusiast, you almost have to go to the Legends Room. Okay. All right. Well, we'll have to do that then. Um, I don't and, think you know yeah, what the Legends it, Room it is, do you? <laughs> <laughs> do you know what the Legends Room is? Um, I'm guessing it might be a strip club. Yeah, it's a strip club. But if you have 5,000 of their own created cryptocurrency, you get half off treatment and free uh, entry. So if you buy 5,000 of their coin on the way and show them, 
you get in. <laughs> and you can transfer that. So if you buy it and hold it, you can send it to somebody else that's a friend of yours who's visiting Vegas. And uh-huh. it's almost like staking it. They can give you a little bit while they're using it. So they don't have to buy the whole, like, you know, master note or whatever you want to call it. Right. Okay. Cool. That's that's pretty cool. I'm not, I love I'm Vegas, dude. They had, a, they had, that, a, um, so, they had a McDonald's, I think, that even accepted Bitcoin I was walking by. And yes, Bitcoin ATMs yes, on is, Bermuda. In the, uh, in the Fremont Street area. Fremont Street. That's where it was. Yeah, yeah dude. I saw that, too. Vegas is so what's up. Like, I, I mean, dude, it's I, I almost now I have to go to this demon thing, man. Damn it. I just got back from <laughs> flying thought, on like 20 you airplanes. You had a couple weeks to relax. Well, he's due, but not that much longer. <laughs> yeah, I got it. I really do want to go, man. And, you know, it's going to be, you know, I'm excited for tomorrow. Uh, guys, if you're watching, by the way, we're going to have a meetup in Philly tomorrow at the um, the Institute Bar. A very, very uh, bring your notebook kind of bar, the Institute Bar. And, um, yeah, man, we're going to school you guys. I'm going to do a little talk about my walkabout in crypto. I've been to shit man every major event except maybe one or two but that's because they were happening at the same time i was already at one so right. it's like I yeah can't you got a lot of both. stuff to talk about man I, I hope you uh you know are uh are ready to be on the spot for a while um no, i'm always you, you ready say to whatever you spot. want uh as for as long as you want but um you know i, I want to hear about the stuff and i'm sure other people are you know Oh, man, I've come across many projects. I've had many conversations with uh, traditional investors. I've even spoken with people that are in the Treasury, the Federal Reserve. Yeah, dude. Yeah, a couple. Where was this? uh, The most recent one is South by Southwest. Oh, okay. So that was, wow. Dude, I weaseled my way into a VIP dinner that was like a five. I think, dude, it was an expensive dinner. It was like either a thousand to five thousand dollar plate dinner or something. And I just walked in and sat down and was like, cool. No, no I sat one, in the corner, dude. I sat no, in the corner. No one asked you for the, a ticket or anything. You just I sat, in dude. I rolled in with the mob, sat in the corner, and like there was names and stuff, and I would just like brush. They'll find a seat. You know what I mean? I, I don't know. Maybe some people didn't show up. I don't know. I, I, oh, I no one ever asked. Right. I ask for forgiveness when when I'm at these conferences. Not permission, dude. Never ask for permission. You right. know, I'm being dead serious. Just walk into the conference and you'll have a better time. You don't you might not even have to buy a ticket. Like I know. I remember Brandon said he Brandon said he did the same thing at Consensus last year. Yo, what's up, Brandon? If you're listening, we miss you, buddy. <laughs> Yo, me and uh, Luciano. Shout out to Luciano. Me and him walked into um, the Consensus meetup for uh, Tech Week in Philly. For, oh, yeah, for the Ethereum Enterprise Alliance, that conference, nice. I walked into that room in sweatpants and a tank top. <laughs> a that's fucking, your, not your... a t-shirt, a tank top. I was so not ready, bro. Like, there were nice. people wearing shoes that used to be alive. Like, alligator shoes and shit were in the room. Right. And here's here's me looking like a straight homeless dude that walked in off the street. But, but... The ratio of people who knew anything about Ethereum to people who knew shit about Ethereum, I was one to hundred right there, man. Like I had a circle around me after a while. I was talking to people. They didn't know anything about the fork or why it mattered. They didn't understand that Ethereum Classic was staying proof of work and not moving to proof of stake and why that mattered. And I was like, ooh, let's talk tech. I can't talk money, but I can talk tech. I'm a techie. I like it. It's, it's, It's what I do. Um, and it, it was cool. So I recommend it, guys. If you see something in your area and you live there and you don't have to fly out, just show yeah. up. Just show up. Yeah, definitely. definitely. There's the, the power of the selfie stick is 
like so underestimated just get a selfie stick and start recording and walk right past security or whatever you got to do and be like oh i'm live streaming for the event on media do, 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 do. i mean nice it works for me listening I mean, pro tips from this man <laughs> I want to try the reflective vest thing too. I like I want to have like a backup and have like a reflective vest in my pocket. Okay, that's not a bad idea. Does. You right, could probably get one on Amazon for 15, 20 bucks. Right. You whip you know, one of those you, out you, and your clipboard and some of those um safety goggles maybe. Yeah. You find somebody who has some bags that they need carried in and you're just like, "Whoop, I got this." And you work your way in like wedding crasher style. Uh-huh. Right. Right. Like it. I like it. So you don't need to crash the meetup if you're coming out tomorrow night, though. No, so. it's free, guys. It's at the Institute Bar, 6.30 to 9 p.m. 12th Street. Uh, very There's cool. a link below. Yeah. Click on the link. Find out what's going on. We got Kenny. We got uh, James Felty, who's pre presenting his video. He's so <laughs> quiet. Yo, I feel like he should be way more prominent in the industry because he could give so much. I, I mean, you know he does. But, well, like, he's you know, a sleeper I mean, in the industry, man. He really is. Like, that's kind of why I was like, all right. Let's he's a get, sleeper. You know. Like, we, yeah, I, people need to start to recognize some of these. He's told me things about the project, and I kind of half get it. But he's kind of, like, technically a little bit above my my um where i'm at a lot of the time at least in my ability to pay attention because crypto is a lot of chains of, of jargon that sometimes get hard to keep up with you know what i'm saying <coughs> no seriously james <coughs> james is a really sharp dude and um i'm excited to hear about his project and also we got the pivx team coming through talking yeah, about snappy i think he's actually showing up in person snappy okay, from pivx see, i wasn't sure if we were getting I, a, I, a um, I think he's like, bringing swag off. he said Okay, I mean, I posted that. Sounds like a physical. Sounds like a physical like thing. T-shirt or at least a button or something. I need hats. I like my hats. I'm a I big know. fan. You probably got a pretty nice lid collection by now. Um, and then you know we've got other people. We've got developers. We've got our Steam crew coming through. Um, you know, it's gonna be a good time. I'm expecting probably at least twenty people. There might be you know hedge funders there. There might yep. be. Um, you know, last lawyers. time there was uh brokers in the in the uh, room. People from New York were in there. They drove down. Oh, that's right. Was that guy from New York? Did he come down specifically for the meetup? Yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah, that was. You probably heard. You probably heard our uh, the last live stream that we did. That's awesome. Yeah, no, that's that's what I'm saying. You know, I think guy, that's why that we do these. We have to talk. Far. What's up, Jesse? If you're listening, what's up, buddy? Appreciate Yo, it. And, and you know what, dude? Shout out to uh, Brandon Rosano, Rosano for um, for all that he did, like basically getting me into the Philly meetup and kind of starting it when I first got into it. Um, you know, that was awesome. Uh, let me see one more. I I, uh, uh, I know there's so many people and all the names are slipping because it's been a while, man. The meetup kind of split up and you luckily yeah, took it over. You know, that's why we got to try and keep it going. But, you know, like, like Phil... Um, Daniel, thank uh, you. Yeah, Daniel for uh, sure. Man. Anastasia, uh, Evelina, we miss you, Evelina. Anastasia just moved to uh, AZ. Shout out to Evelina. Uh, who else? I miss, um, I miss Evelina. She's 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 been hitting me up. We talk. I hope she right, she's cool, going cool. she's going to a meetup. I think um, and somewhere somewhere else. I don't remember. But, but it's a yeah, travel. I mean, people, she's traveling. People have done well for themselves. People have. You know, gone. Oh, on. Ryan Strauss. Ryan Strauss. Ryan, Ryan, what's up, buddy? Miss you Yo, too. Yeah, for sure, um, Ryan Strauss. Shape, that's my boy, man. Shift. 
um you know so it's it's a springboard too for a lot of people it's yeah it's, no a lot of us like a lot of people took off from that meetup and they're now in the industry because uh brandon right. works with pompey which is like a, a south american yeah, wallet. and they're gonna take steam it's like i'm super excited i, I didn't know i knew we did something <laughs> with them but keep it up man you're doing good things brandon <laughs> Um. So guys, I really hope we see some people show up. If if you know anybody in the Philly area, maybe if send them cool, this video. Or the relatively chill people too, though. Like, we don't want any ramrods. No, I'm kidding. We're we're pretty open. Just you know, kind of like see what's going on, and uh, and uh, everybody's friendly. It's like totally totally cool. Um. Oh, we're going to have to get a link for the Vegas event, uh, the Steam at Vegas event. I'll put that in the description box right after this video goes on after liveness. Cool. I'll do that for sure. Um, and, uh, yeah, as far as what we got planned, so, I mean, I think what what we we have the advantage of being one of the oldest and longest running, if not the um, longest running uh, crypto meetups in the area, in the city. And it's all grassroots, by the way, guys. Yeah, all and, grass. And, no ICOs, and, none of that shit. And, uh, you know, I've, I've been to a lot of other blockchain meetups, uh, which is cool to see that they're happening. Like, you know, they all kind of have their own communities to some degree. Um, yeah, they're not as open a lot source, of them are man. very they, technical they... and, like, you know, not to knock anything, like, because obviously technology is at the core of all of this stuff, but too much techie stuff can get a little boring and we we are our, our meetup has character and it's not just about the technology or about the money it's it's a it's a cool community to uh to interact with and um you know we want to do more uh workshops more you know kind of uh, structured events um and uh and and see more blockchain things happening in the city i mean there's there's so much potential with the universities here. That's why uh, I like pivots. Businesses here, um, you know. So it's like we want to kind of promote and like be a part of that in some in some way, shape, or form. Um, and and I think we're doing that with with uh, with the events that we've been doing, both with Steam focused events and and the crypto events. So um, that's the gist. Cool things yeah. happening. Twenty eighteen. And um, do you have a schedule yet for these meetups for the coming months? Is there any kind of calendar so, or any yeah, uh, YouTube I mean, I or think, Facebook page? Uh, I have plans. I don't have the schedule yet, but basically that's what we're going to do uh, after this meetup is is kind of like look at the rest of the year, uh, figure out what are the good um, topics to cover. I mean, we have a pretty good sense of that, but... Um, you know, also what speakers bring in, who do, what are the people already in the community that we can get to share what they're doing, um, as well as attracting other people. You know, we've had Tone Bays, we've had Jack Tater, we've had, um, you know, some other cool people. Now we're getting snappy from Pivix. I'm excited. Right. And, and I'd say like the people that have presented like Phil and, uh, Anastasia and you like, those are all really good presentations <laughs> that everybody has been like into. Hey, and Matt killed it too. Crypto Matt, Matt did a, yeah, shout out to Matt. He did one on uh, the good, exchanges you know? and like, stuff. Like how many how awesome. many other meetups do you get to hear from somebody that works from a major crypto exchange? Like give you you know multiple exchanges. The, the too, man, he's a veteran in this space, right? You know, like those are the people that um, 
you know, we've been attracted, we've been fortunate to, to attract and connect with. And, um, and we're just going to kind of expand on that. And so we're working out a schedule for the rest of the events uh, for this year. We're going to get a, possibly a new venue at the Institute. I'm not sure. It's, it's a good, it's a nice, comfortable, chill place. Um, and uh, we're going to keep doing it there if that, if that works. But we may grow and, you know, not all uh, the things we want to do can probably be done there. So, you know, there's a couple of things we're, we're looking at, you know, oh, later. Oh, yeah, work groups. We kind of forgot to mention, like, the little work groups, like setting up wallets and... and, and right, right, like workshops and, and yeah, things, workshops, absolutely. Yeah. You know, like a lot of the stuff that you probably already covered on, on some of your videos, we'll just do that in a live Yeah, exactly, format. in person, hands-on, exactly, mm -hmm. exactly. I would love yeah. to do that because that's what I do on the go. I think I've opened maybe... 100 edge wallets like I, I don't want to exaggerate but like I feel like I have I mean on video on video alone I think I've opened at least 25 so I, I'm constantly helping people lot, set man. wallets yeah, so. up I, I, I deeply enjoy it and uh, I hope they learn from it and before we wrap things up I wanted to see what your take was on the market right here I got the top 20 coins okay. I think I can do a quick screen share yeah, do screen share let's let's do that Nice screen share. It's, it's it's cool too, man. I've been really good about not. So you can see at... my screen, right? Yeah, it's a little small. Um, can you can you maximize that? Uh, this is as big as I can make this. Uh, okay. Um, still kind of hard for me to see. You know what? I'll just bring it up on my own browser. Yeah, bring up Coin Market Cap on your end. Um, I've been really good about not looking at it more than like once or twice a day the last. Uh oh. This week. So today's the day to look. <laughs> uh, what's going on? All right, man. What are your thoughts right here on this current stance? I see Ethereum just taking a crazy beating. And my thought is it's because of the uh, the atmosphere around the ICOs from the government, the, the SEC. Wow. So all those people that were throwing money into it, you know, it was wild, wild west. Now we mm -hmm. have, you know, a sheriff in town. It's more like the wild west, not as wild, but still a little wild. And maybe, you know, we don't see that same amount of capital coming in that used to keep that market cap where it was. So that's my thoughts. I mean, yeah, what do you think? I, mean, I, I think I think a part of that is 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 those those big whales like took took profits and are kind of now like focused on other things temporarily. So we're talking about probably a couple hundred billion is sitting on the sidelines from, we don't know who these people were that were manipulating the market, but they did a goddamn good job because it was moving like a hundred billion or more in a day. And part of that was, was new money that was scared. But, um, I, I don't know. I don't know what to think as far as like Ethereum. I mean, that's, that's really low dash and Monero are both like, you know, Dash was at twelve, thirteen hundred bucks. I think at one point. Um, I mean, I'm excited if if EOS delivers. I'm I'm really like waiting for something to happen with that. I don't know much about Stellar, but I would like to find out more. Cardano, I'm excited about, but it seems a little far. Yeah, Neo, Neo is another one of my. And I Neo, like Neo. Yeah, Neo looks like a really good buy right now. Um, the only thing I don't like here is is Tether. And F Classic, I don't know much about that. Or Icon or Qtum. Um, what I have heard about V-Chain was pretty positive. I'll tell you what I do like, man. I 
it's a little lower down, but Populous is looking really good at $15. Um, and, and I think that's, you know, it's going to get... I think Populous has a lot of potential for, for adoption and use that, that could drive the price up, but we'll see. I'm worried. About, I'm worried about a couple of these coins down here at the bottom. Like these, I can't believe we're still seeing Tron at number thirteen. Right. Like, personally, right. I mean, that, that's you know that that speaks to how kind of like still weird and sketchy this this whole world. <coughs> you know. I don't know, man. It's it's it is sketchy. I mean, dude, Damn, I was just talking. Steam is down to one seventy three now. I know, <laughs> dude. I know, and I went all in on my Steam and I locked it in the Steam Power, so. Oh, did you? Damn. I was hoping to yeah. sell some steam. Nah, oh. I'm trying to accumulate. Digix Dow and, oh wow, Verge is up 17%. I want to go here and do change to the 24 hour. And okay. if you click that, it should list the top ballers of the day. We got Verge number there's really one. Nothing. There's only so there's only four four out of the top. That isn't that the point and, though, right there. That's the point. There's right. nothing. These nobodies are the most profitable coins of the day. The nobodies that mean nothing. Yeah. So there's really no trading going on. It looks like. I mean. There's no way to call any of these, dude. The the biggest loser of the day is Storm, which I've been seeing relentless ads on Facebook of, like just relentless. They will not stop advertising to me with that Storm coin, <laughs> which is the biggest loser of the day. And um, right under them we have uh, eth e uh, Ethos uh, Gas, which I still get from my Neo, which used to be Ant Shares. Right. Salt. So how does that work? It's like a dividend on your gas holdings. How much do you get like per month? I forget. It was like I think dude, I don't I don't know if I tell you then I kind of like talk about my exact holding. Right. I got you. Okay. You don't have to necessarily get into that. I was just curious like how it works mostly. For like every couple hundred you hold, every couple weeks you get some gas. So it starts to add up after a few months, you know, because yeah. every week you may get one or two gas, which is, you know, like 20, what is it, 17 $18 right now, $19. So yeah. that could be $19 a week. And if gas keeps going up and NEO keeps going up, I, I've been telling people because of that sentiment around ICOs, I really think these staking coins are going to see a lot of investors' attention when they start to understand the concept of staking. They're going to have, you know, they want... And an institutional investor with a traditional mindset, they want to have their asset. They want to have their asset go to work, and they want to be able to get a loan on what that asset is worth all at the same fucking time, which used to be sort of how BitConnect kind of looked, which wasn't really how it sounded, but how it looked. And it kind of is what staking is. You know, you buy your house, which is your NEO. You stake it by having your you know uh, tenants give you a monthly rent or whatever, and then you can repurchase your NEO to you know have more real estate to have more room for more renters to give you more income to keep that going so it's kind of what they're looking for i think they just don't know it yet because the space is so new so i've been personally looking into staking coins like decred and um pivx and yeah populous, social wallet populous is kind of like that so basically it's it's um somebody that has accounts receivable wants to get get a line of credit basically um i don't know how to explain it exactly but the 
the system is there and it's it's being used. So I'm definitely into uh, into populists. I don't have any yet, but gonna get some soon. I gotta look. Yeah, I gotta look into more of these coins. It's so many, and there. You know what? Some of them, like you know, there still isn't even any tech behind them. It's like I gotta really like it because some of them, most of them, I'm not investing in it to make money. I'm investing in it hoping that my money makes it it. You know, helps it become a thing. It's like a GoFundMe. I'm not looking at a GoFundMe to get any capital gains out of it. I'm looking at the GoFundMe like, well, if I can help raise you know money for a new fire department, if my shit's set on fire kind of sounds like a good deal on my end to to do that mm-hmm. so i don't know that's how i look at these uh icos sometimes or projects i'm like i wonder if i can just give them a little bit if i talk about it everybody gives them a little bit they use it to actually become a thing and we all get to utilize it and that's the benefit you know that's the right, that's right. the we, just need to, we need to see more of these things actually coming out <laughs> soon man i'm telling you right. very soon i really do we've been going live long is there anything you wanted to get out and talk about i don't mind i could do this for hours bro you, yeah no, you know um, me i don't want to hold you hostage <laughs> to conversation man no man it's, it's totally cool i've been enjoying it you know but we've been talking about a lot of Let's see what things. anybody in the chat wants to talk um, about yeah, before see, we wrap see if anybody it up. Has any anybody got any comments, us. questions, anything that you guys want us to touch on um, before we wrap it up and let Dan I, get I back we, to his life? I think we, we covered a lot of it. The meetup is going to be happening tomorrow. If you're in the Philly area or not too far away, you know, come check it out. Um, we'll be having conversations like this and a lot of others related to crypto. Um, a lot of uh, what I enjoy so much about it is like all these theoreticals that sound so futuristic. <laughs> it's like they're all pretty close to happening. So it's really, really interesting. And, we have some interesting comments, actually, man. Okay. Good guys. I like this. All right. So uh, we'll go through this pretty quick. Uh, question. Uh, the SEC freezes token trading for 12 months is this for new tokens or the tokens on the exchanges also? I do believe it's only going to be able to be enforced on new tokens. They can't stop the current ones from being traded wallet to wallet and stuff like that. They may be able to actually like you know put some boots down, but I don't think they can stop it once the snowball is rolling. It's an avalanche, you know what I mean? But the yeah. new tokens that are coming out, I do believe they're gonna do they're gonna enforce that. Uh, or they could enforce that. I don't know if they actually will. That may be like efforts burnt for no reason. What do you think? Uh yeah, I think you're probably right. Um my understanding is that you have to kind of think about what would be required to uh, enforce something like that. And no one really knows. I mean, obviously, there are people that can do some kind of forensic analysis and speculate as to how that might work. But I don't even think most people have the slightest idea how to enforce these kind of things. So it's mainly about them coming up with a decision giving it some structure. It's like a lot of the new tax laws, they don't make much sense. You've got tax experts <laughs> that have to really figure out. They gave us this thousand page document. They have bounties it? for taxes, don't what they? Is it? For what the hell does this mean? Loopholes? So I think, I think it's probably the same thing with, um, with enforcing these ICO rules around crypto. So kind of just wait and see, listen to some people who know, know what they're talking about, know, that are connected in some ways. I mean, we have a couple people Again, in the meetup, who are pretty savvy on these kinds of things. Um, some are 
you know, more frequent attendees than others, but they're there. So, um, and this one's related. Um, are most of the coins on exchanges going to be affected with the freeze? I think even worse with the, the listing, I'm calling it the upcoming, the, uh, upcoming apocalypse of delisting. Right. I think, yeah, I, gotta, I don't think people are ready this, for this. This list of coins is, I mean, and I it's guess it's going to be way gonna... bigger because po- the reason guys, the reason circle or the reason Poloniex sold out first off, not why anybody bought anybody, but why did they sell is the biggest question. Think, ask, why would you sell? The only reason Poloniex sold was because if they transferred ownership, the new owners had X amount of days to fall within regulatory guidelines and get away with all the past, you know, uh, the past, you know, bullshittery of the previous owners of said company, Poloniex. So, these new owners are going to be doing, I think, you know, a massive delisting of oh, sketchy right. yeah. coins and probably freezing your account until you do a serious KYC. I'm, I'm probably, you may actually have to go to your bank and get some crazy yeah, kind of like. probably get a lot of people really like worried. I don't, don't, <laughs> yo, I'm not, I am still all in. I'm just saying, right. it's not always sunshine and rainbow. Sometimes you have a cloudy day and then after that cloudy right. day, right. you can True. follow the rainbow to the pot True. of gold. If you give up it's just because it's cloudy and you go home and the rain stops and there's a rainbow and the pot of gold was just a couple feet from where you were standing, but now because you turned your back, it's miles from your point of view, okay, do that. But don't risk your yeah, mortgage okay. on this. That's not what I'm saying. But right. I'm also saying if you have all your currencies on an exchange, because when I do, when I go to these conferences, everybody's all in on everything but Bitcoin and they're all in on exchanges. It scares me. I'm scared for them. I'm not right. trying to create FUD. I'm just saying stay skeptical and, and you know, personal responsibility. You know, we're saying crypto is to get rid of third parties, but you're creating dependence on third parties by using exchanges. If you right. really wanted well, to trade yeah. your Bitcoin for another coin, find somebody that you can trust that has Ethereum that you can trade for Bitcoin or whatever, because that's how we're going to farther the industry. Right. That's Definitely. all I'm saying. I mean, yeah, it, it's we're just conditioned to be relying on these th- trusted third parties, and it's taken a long time for people to get away from that. If we keep sending our friends and family to Coinbase, we're making it worse. We're digging a hole and throwing the dirt right up in the air, midair. Just gravity's going to fill it again. Right. Well, I mean, there needs to be more education about how to do it in a in a different way. I mean, that's sell Bitcoin to your friends. Stop telling them where to go. You're where to go. You if they asked you, you're Mm -hmm. where to go. And now you can say, hey, if you need to trade coins, trade with me. That's all I'm saying. We could do that. Uh, and I think that we have to because exchanges will have to fit guidelines to stay because they can't regulate us, but they can regulate the exchanges. So if your money yes. is on the exchange, yeah, definitely. It's, I'm not trying to create FUD. I'm trying to create awareness. And you should like the FUD would be saying that the dollar is going to collapse tomorrow by Bitcoin. That's FUD. That's FUD. <laughs> um, what else is that? Uh, All right, on? let's see. Um, yeah, dude, we got one over here. That's another good one. Uh, blah, blah, blah. We have a few. Let me pick one here. Oh, thanks, dude. Uh, appreciate that. Uh, somebody found me through crypto from uh, Crypto's News, Omar Bam's show. Uh, yeah, I was actually at his house in LA. That was fun. I'll be talking about that in uh, the meetup tomorrow. Uh, what do you think about the current dip? We kind of went over that. It's um, 
it's to me buying opportunity i don't see much loss of support the people we had coming into this space during the bull run was so much that coinbase was measuring it in stadiums hundreds of thousands of people a month were opening accounts and that was when bitcoin was around 10 to 15000 so i see the uh, the uh, the attention the attention support very very strong and uh I think that, that that FOMO is starting to kick in for people that were looking at $15,000 Bitcoin that are seeing it at a pretty decent buying opportunity. When you look yeah. at relevance, you know, relevant to perspective, when did you get in versus when did they get in? So it's a good buying opportunity if you're in it for the long haul, probably not for next week or next month. What do you think? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I think there's going to be a probably another cyclical big price run up, maybe spring, late spring, possibly sooner, possibly later. But it's definitely going to happen. Um, will it be? You know, how dramatic will it be? It's hard to say. I mean, we're kind of in new territory as far as the you know amount of money in the markets right now. But it's it's a pretty good time to buy in. I mean. Prices could go lower. Or too early. It seems like, it seems like the, the $300 billion range is kind of a resistance point that's being maintained. I don't know you know, how long it's been around this level. There's no kind of typical indicators like the stock markets. You know, We don't have a 200-day moving average yet for you know this kind of volume. We don't have a 100-day moving average yet. Um, all that stuff still being established, or maybe you know, there's a technical trader out there probably who will tell me otherwise. Um, that's my understanding, and you know, I get markets pretty well. So, um, you know, it's it's. I think I don't know if we're at the very bottom of where it could go, but facts, guys, we're wisdom, fairly, fairly close wisdom. to being a, a stable low point, I think. Yo, what do you think about, uh, real quick, before we wrap that up, I'll take uh, this one last question here. If anybody has any, maybe I'll take one more, depending on how good it is. But uh, what are your thoughts on NEO and it costing 35000 at this time to open a contract? Me, uh, I think from what I understand, NEO being that um, like the platform that they will be and all the things that they will do for the businesses that do open the contract, that's probably like a monthly cost to that business. So I I don't see it as a big number. It might not be for what we thought like mom and pop businesses and stuff like that. But I still I still see Neo as uh, as a viable source as as in comparison to something that may cost a lot more, especially using Ethereum. Like I see Ethereum to the lawyers and politicians of tasks that need to be secured as to Neo maybe being like um, sports betting or my video games or something. I don't, I don't know. Or like how businesses use their employees payroll and clock in, clock out and paychecks get written off, stuff like that. Like what are your thoughts on Neo and the cost of the network? Um, I, I, I don't really know enough about the NEO uh, model to, to say if the $35,000 is expensive or, you know, it's reasonably, you know, uh, well, well priced or well thought out. Um, I mean, everything I've heard about NEO has been positive. The team, the people on the team, um, people's analysis that I read. The only uh, thing I don't like is people uh, keep calling it like Asia's Ethereum. It's its own right, thing. Right. It's its own thing. They'll all use Ethereum and we'll right. all it's, use it's, Neo. It's a, it's a smart contract um, system. Uh, Uses multiple there's, there's languages, be, not just there's Solidity. There's going to be a huge demand for that. Like Kim was saying, like 
you know, a lot of and lawyers it's cost lose their jobs or, or like, you know, it's going to be partly automated through smart contracts and that's going to speed a lot of things up. It's going to help businesses do a lot more. So in that, in that respect, it's great as far as the, um, you know, the costs involved and like the specifics of, of what, uh, Neo is going to be used for and how it's going to work. I can't really, you know, tell you much, unfortunately. Although I think it's it's worth following and paying attention to, and I think it's going to be one of the one of the top projects in the in the coming years. So I'm um, I'm into it. Same, same. All right, guys. It looks like uh, we just got people yelling facts. Good stuff. I said this weeks ago. Uh, P.F. Wells said that they wanted to interview me. I think I, I can't tomorrow. I got the meet up tomorrow. But hit me up on Facebook. It's like the best way. Or my number's on my website. I'll try to check my DMs. If you go to KenBozak.com, you can text me. I'm still that readily available. I'm not fucking famous or anything. Holler at Ken. Holla. <laughs> I do have an assistant. You know what's funny? I have an assistant that I've used to like, hey, email this person, email that person, try to organize a schedule for my interview with them. And my 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 assistant quit because everybody wants to talk to me directly. <laughs> So, like, I kind of insulted some people by sending out an assistant. And I was like, I'm not too big to talk to you or whatever. I'm just really busy. I've been traveling. So now it's like I've learned that uh, I have to stay all hands on deck, at least for now, because that was awkwardly funny. And multiple people saying, like, (laughs) why didn't you hit me up? And then my assistant basically quitting, saying, like, dude, it's all on you now. Too many people said, go screw yourself to me or something. They couldn't take the pressure, man. You had too uh, too many demands on your time from external parties. Hey, listen, I got a question for you. If you can, who who are the people that you're interviewing if you're allowed to say beforehand? Uh, some, some people yeah. I have uh, in the works right now. Um, I like They're not scheduled dates yet, but it is um, lined up hopefully before the end of April. Cliff High. Um, I've been, I reached out to Vitalik. I've reached out to Roger. Uh, both have had some conversations. Um, nice. Hopefully we can iron that out. And, Big fan of Cliff uh, High, so I'm excited for that. Um, well, uh, I'm gonna actually try and insinuate or coerce my uh, something so that I'm actually present with you when you're interviewing him because I want to like be like, yo, ask him this, ask him, you know, you gotta ask him about the. Specific, I'll send him you know, the chat Cliff, box. Cliff talks a lot about a, a lot about things that are not talked about commonly you know who in, I did in line a very up interesting and, way in um, technology and um, all these different parts of things going on on planet Earth. So I, I just, if you're into kind of the more fringe parts of what crypto is all about, that's going to be a great one. I'm, as well I'm as the also, other people um, that, that Ken's talking about. So <laughs> let's, let's wrap this up, man. Yeah, do you know, all I right. want to say real quick, I'm also interviewing Paul Pui from Edge, the founder of Edge. I'm going to get the oh, talk nice. to him. Somebody did ask a question. I'm sorry I skipped over that zero to cash. I can't really answer it, but I will in that interview asking, um, so, or maybe somebody else asked, but they were asking about the difference between a hardware wallet and a software wallet and the, all that, and that will be answered in that interview. So just stay tuned, subscribe, click the alert bell, and I will be interviewing the controversial uh, at the moment, at least, uh, Vinny Liam of Civic, the founder of Civic CVC, which is one of my favorite freaking projects, period. Like, it's one of the most underrated blockchain projects 
no one really talks about, but I like the idea. I like I like where it's going. So hopefully, but he's a big Bcash supporter. So we're gonna nice. see what's up. It's gonna be an interesting interview. Um, yeah, so I got a couple that are actually lined up and on the books. But yeah, guys, so check out the links below. I want to let Dan go. I talk way too much. I had way too many Red Bulls. Sorry about that. <laughs> Uh, good, quick I, I quick shout out to everybody in the chat. We had James, Sergio, uh, Agaratha, thank you. Capital Pink was here. DJ Me Popsicle, Free Skill Share Media was here. Robert S., thank you for stopping by. Bit Native was in the chat. Thank you, bro, bro. Tracy was here. We got Dave. Hey, hodl. Hodl for a lifetime. Oh, good point. Good point. I like that. Matt B was here. Thanks for tuning in, bro. I appreciate you stopping by. Zenzella, Zenzella. I like that. I don't know how to say it, but I like it. PFC Wells was here. How goes it? Crypto Info Fam. Thanks for stopping by. Crypto Games. All right, guys. There was a lot of you here. Jeebus. Thank you all for tuning in. Don't forget to uh, check out the info below for the Philly meetup. And if you have anybody in the area in Philly that should attend, make sure you send them that link. Maybe if you're in the area, you show up. Uh, don't forget to click subscribe, flick the alert bell, and have a day. And give me about 10 minutes to turn this all off because, like, it's a process. That was pretty great, man. <laughs>